So the Cardinals lose. That's okay, though. They didn't lose as badly as the Cubs. It's Locked on Cardinals. You are Locked on Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, uh, Moose, by the way, that's me. Welcome to Friday. It's Locked on Cardinals. Rate, review, subscribe. Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the brand new Himalaya Podcast app. Everywhere you listen to your favorite shows. Smart devices, all that business. You know what to do, right? Uh, so, uh, you playing fantasy football yet? Make sure you listen to Vinny Lyre and Locked on Fantasy Football. He gives you the edge with over 20 years covering the game. And that way, you know, you're not listening to the same stuff as everybody else. Because then you're, well, you're doing the same stuff. Get the edge from Vinny. It's going to put you ahead on draft day and uh, put you ahead all season long. Locked on Fantasy Football on your favorite podcast provider. Also, support for today's show comes from Manscaped, who is uh, number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Now, you might have seen them on Shark Tank and uh, Men's Journal named their Lawnmower 2.0 as one of the best tools in men's grooming. Get 20% off and free shipping with promo code LOCKEDON at manscaped.com. That's LOCKEDON at manscaped.com. Well, um, I'm on the IL, at least for the weekend. Yeah, I know, right? So tossing a little boy in the air, we're playing, we're having a good time. And, uh, you know, if you've got a kid, you know what I'm talking about. You know, when they're tiny, it's fun to toss them in the air like a small object and hope you catch them on the way down. Well, he's my, my little boy Sam ain't the only thing I caught. My left elbow also caught the edge of the chair in the kitchen. Immediately, I almost dropped him because <laughs> I thought it hit my funny bone, right? And then it got worse and worse. And I ended up having to go to uh, a fast-paced clinic, getting x-rays done. And apparently, I have a crazy bad, intense nerve bruise, is what the physician said. So they put me on a super high dose of anti-inflammatories. They said, you can't, because, you know, my day job... He's very physical, and they're like, yeah, that's not going to happen. So, yeah, yay me, I guess. I wouldn't wish this on anybody because, I mean, I can't. It feels best when I bend my arm, and it hurts to unbend it. Unfortunately, it has to stay unbent. So even as I'm recording this, it doesn't feel good at all. It feels actually quite bad, like a hot poker on the inside of my arm, and then when I bend it a certain way, that yep, right there, it goes all the way down to my palm, like a like a. It's just it's just not good. Anyway, um, Friday, happy weekend, everybody. The Cardinals, in true Cardinal fashion, said, "Eh, five games is enough. Let's not win another one." So uh, they dropped game one to the Reds, uh, two to one. Uh, the offense decided to do a little something. Uh, in the uh, in the game. In fact, you know what? Let, let, let's uh, skip ahead. Turn off that music because I forget to do that all the time. And let's hit the three big things. Number one. All right. So, like I said, the Cardinals losing two to one. Uh, inexplicably, the Cardinals still running Michael Watka out there. But I have to say, I mean, he wasn't awful. He still went good. Five hits of uh, two run ball. Gave a couple walks, three strikeouts, went five innings. 
pretty much, you know, Watka got his first loss in Great American Ballpark in a while. He's not even 6-6. Six and six. Webb, uh, Fernandez, Helsley all took over from there and uh, pretty much uh, held, the, held the Reds in check. On the red side of the pitching, well, Sonny Gray, Stevenson, Lorenz, all did great. Uh, Rossielli Iglesias came in, gave up the only run of the game. Oh, the Reds, and uh, well, yeah, you saw what happened. Number two. And after the game was over, you know what else I saw? I saw Bryce Harper walk off the Cubs in the ninth. Oh, my God. It was still awesome. Big grand slam, sweeping the Cubs out of Philly. Ensuring the Cardinals maintain that first place lead. Mm. It's almost as if he's kind of playing for the Cardinals when he plays against the Cubs, you know? Number three. And uh, the game tonight uh, looks like Wayno uh, taking the mound against uh, Luis Castillo. Castillo been uh, a bit of a bright mark there for the Reds. In fact, uh, doing pretty well against St. Louis uh, is a buck and a half. That's his ERA. Um, two starts against the Redbirds. He's only walked five, striking out 12 in 12 innings. Now, over his last two starts against the Angels and the Cubs, he's had 21 strikeouts in 31 and two-third innings. So uh, Castillo, no joke, really a bright spot for the Reds. And it's like we talked about, don't sleep on the Reds. Don't do it. They're, uh, they're pretty good. Um, the Cardinals, though... It's kind of a mixed bag about how they do against them. Goldschmidt, buck 43, Fowler, buck 54. Matt Carpenter does all right against him. Batting 400, you know. So maybe he can come to life for us. Uh, Wayno did pretty good against the Pirates last Saturday. Only gave it one run in six innings, struck out eight, walked two. Earned his eighth meaningless win of the season. Pitching wins do not matter. His ERA, 435 on the season. 118 Ks uh, against Castillo's 269 ERA with 172 Ks. And guys, I'm not going to go through all the numbers about how well the Reds hit Wainwright. We know, we know how it is. It's nothing against Wayno. Nothing at all. He's a red jacket Cardinals Hall of Fame bound uh, player for sure. But he's in the twilight of his career, so if you get a good start out of him, just take it for what it is. I promise you, you will be much happier. If you watch Wayno starts and you were wishing that you had the Wayno from 10 years ago, you're not going to be a happy camper. Appreciate what you have today. It's going to be the best way to go about it. Uh, and I mean, seriously. What do you, I mean, what else could you really expect from, from Wainwright at this point? If he gives you a quality start, that's, that's really good. That's going to be what you want. It's going to be what you need. Uh, the game on Saturday, Michael is taking the mound against uh, D. Scalfani. Anthony D. Scalfani. And they're, they're fairly similar pitchers in terms of their numbers, or at least the baseball card stats. Uh, so that should be a pretty good game. And then uh, looking ahead to the finale on Sunday, does it seem like the Cardinals play a disproportionate amount of four-game series against the Reds? Or am I just making that up in my head? Uh, the game on Sunday will be Jack Flaherty against Alex Wood. And Flaherty 
has been magnificent over his last few starts, really kind of uh, setting the example for the other pitchers. Not with a, hey, look at me, show me attitude, but more of a gritty, get down to business, I'm just going to do what I got to do attitude. I mean, after all, they made me one of the uh, cover stars of RBI Baseball 19. I got to be worth something. Um, let's go Let's go back, though, to the Bryce Harper moment. After watching the Cardinals get shut down, essentially, by the Reds, I was in need of a pick-me-up, so using my Xfinity remote, I navigate my way to MLB Network to see Bryce Harper at the dish, bases loaded against the Cubs. The Cubs up, I believe it was, uh, what, 5-3, five, five, yeah. It was 5-3, to three. bases juiced, in comes uh, Holland, Greg Holland, I believe. Is that right? Yeah, the guy used to start for Texas. Battle ensues, but then when Harper hits a no-doubter, oh my goodness, did we see that man run around the bases. That was, uh, that was the happiest I believe I've seen anybody. And in my heart, in my heart, I felt like he did that for all of us in St. Louis. For all of us St. Louis Cardinals fans, because I think deep in his heart, he wish he would have signed with us. I do. We'll never know, though, because he's not allowed to say. It's uh, Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. And uh, again, catch us on Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the brand new Himalaya Podcast app. Rate, review, and subscribe everywhere you can. Five stars, please. That's kind of what we're looking for. And, uh, yeah, I mean, why are you listening if you're not going to give me five stars? I mean, come on. Let's get with it. Uh, all right, second segment on the way next. Hey, welcome back to Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. And uh, the new Locked On NFL is on fire. Yeah. Last week, one of the most listened to NFL shows with expert analysis of former NFL scout Matt Williamson and hosted by Brian Peacock, Locked on NFL, your daily national podcast on all things NFL with Matt's unique take on the game. Follow Locked on NFL now on your favorite podcast provider. Mm. Uh, you know, I know it's preseason stuff. I live here in Nashville, and I feel like I kind of have to cheer for the Titans. I mean, I grew up around the Titans. And uh, I made my own bold football prediction. I know we don't talk about football on this podcast, but I'm going to tell it to you anyway. Marcus Mariota, he's going to start four games a quarter of the season. And then Ryan Tannehill will be your starting quarterback for your Tennessee Titans. And any expatriate Rams fans that want to cheer on and suffer through with me, you're more than welcome. Speaking of, you want to get a hold of me, Moose at OnAirWithMoose.com is the email address. You can also tweet me at Moose Michaels at LockedOnSTL, uh, the best ways to uh, get a hold of us. And let us know how everything is going, how everything is doing, right? All right, well, let's uh, let's talk more about these Redbirds. Let's talk about how they're actually um, not doing all that great, despite the fact they're in first place, you know? which is kind of crazy. A run differential of plus 23 in first place because the Cubs are basically trash. Absolute trash. 
All right, so one thing I want to talk about is the pitching. All right. Basically starting with uh, Adam Wainwright, everybody, everybody on the pitching staff, Wayno, Dominic Leone, Miles Michaelis, Dakota Hudson. I'm not really going to count Junior Fernandez. He just got up. Michael Wonka, listen to this. Michael Wonka's batting average, what players are hitting against him, 301. He's thrown over 1,500 pitches. Batting average, 301. Why do they keep running him out there? Are you telling me there's nobody else? Are you telling me that, you know, John Gant probably couldn't get up there and do it? Are you telling me there's nobody in the minor leagues you can't call up and say, you know what, we just need a warm body. Somebody that's going to give us a half a chance to win. Anybody at all. Nobody? All right, Michael Watka, you're back up. Uh, Genesis Cabrera, you know, I don't really count him either. He was up for a hot minute. But Dakota Hudson? Miles Michaelis. Uh, both of them have um, batting averages of 281 and 274. That's what people are hitting against them. And these are two of, well, I don't want to say better pitchers, but they, they've not fared badly over the season. Wayno actually doing better than them. People only hitting 265 against him. Now, Jack Flaherty, that's where it gets good. And believe it or not, Andrew Miller. Batting against Jack Flaherty, batters hitting 214. Against Andrew Miller, 212. And it was, you know, remember when it was really kind of popular to jump all over Andrew Miller? Oh, man, old man Miller. He's no good. What a waste of money. I don't know how he's going to be for the rest of the deal. And yeah, he got off to a rough start. But let's be fair. He kind of turned it around, didn't he? Didn't he? Now, the on-base percentage still a bit high, 331. The slugging, 404. I get it. Jack Flaherty's on-base percentage, 280. 385 slug. So, you know, Flaherty is is becoming the best pitcher on the staff, and really, we need Jack to become that ace. It's what I talked about during spring training. It's what I've talked about for a while. Jack Flaherty has a chance to be what Carlos Martinez was going to be. Carlos Martinez not doing too uh, not doing too shabby either, and I give Carlos Martinez a lot of flack, a lot of flack, and mainly that's just for his insistence of not being ready to go uh, when it came time to start, you know, and not being prepared. But in his relief role, not too bad at all. Jack Flaherty, Jack Flaherty will be the ace of this rotation. Next year, barring a trade for somebody like uh, Max Scherzer or a signing of someone like Garrett Cole. But, hey, let's be real. We all know Garrett Cole ain't coming to St. Louis. All right, so Jack's ERA, 352 on the season. He's had 135 and a third innings pinched, 157 strikeouts, his whip at 110. This guy, overall, He's good for 11th in the National League in strikeouts for last year. Did pretty, pretty good. Uh, you know, and he's continuing that, it would appear, this year. So far, 157 strikeouts, 
Last year was his uh, season high of 182. His whip right in line to where he should be. Taking a look at StatCast, his, uh, some of his comps, we kind of did this with Paul Goldschmidt yesterday. Zach Eflin, Antonio Cinzatella, Vince Velasquez, Quinta Maeda, and there you go. Now, some of these, he also compares to Vince, Vince Velasquez from last season, too. So, basically, he still throws that fastball most of the time. The slider, he's got the curve, and he's got the changeup. So, what is it about it that's working for him? Number one, his K rate doing pretty good on the uh, on the fastball, doing pretty good on the curve, but excellent on his slider. His whiff percentage nearly half the time. Players are whiffing on that slider. The movement is great. Flaherty will be the ace of this team next season. So if we know that, how is it that we can build? around Jack Flaherty. I've said this before, and a lot of times, I, I think it's it's a hard pill to swallow. It really is. But Adam Wainwright has to hang it up. I know he still wants to pitch. I know he still thinks he can pitch. But Wayno needs to hang it up. He's not doing the team any favors. He's not been like completely fall off a cliff awful this year. But by holding on to the nostalgia, by continuing to give him a spot because he's he's the vet that's earned it, I'm not saying he's not earned anything. You know, I wish I could give Wayno a spot in that rotation for as long as he wanted it. But you eventually got to make room for pitchers that absolutely can help you win every single time. Or do we not want to win anymore? And it's not just Wayno. I'm not picking on Wainwright. You got to say the same thing about Michael Wanka. Michael Wanka, thankfully, is going to be a free agent at the season's end. By the way, if Mo extends the qualifying offer to Watka, Mo should be fired immediately. Immediately, because who's going to who's going to give Watka any kind of a deal? And I'm not sure, again not trying to be mean against that guy. You give him the qualifying offer, which is probably going to be north of night. Well, have they already announced what it's going to be? I don't know. I'm sure it's more money than what it's worth to pay Michael Wanka. $15 million would be more. Way more than you ought to be paying that guy. So you get rid, you know, you let Waka walk. Let's just say for the sake of the argument, Wayno decides to hang it up at the end of the season. So who are you left with? You got Flaherty. You likely got Martinez back in the rotation. You got Hudson. And you got Michaelis. That's, on paper, not a bad rotation. However, based on what we've seen this year, Dakota Hudson probably needs a little bit more seasoning in the minors. Michaelis, you don't got any options for like that. He's going to be in the rotation, and when he's on, this could just be a quote-unquote sophomore slump the second time around. So he could bounce back next year. Flaherty's doing great. So let's let's just assume that you get at least 60% of the Michaelis you got in 2018. So Michaelis, Flaherty, 
Carlos Martinez, we all know the upside that Martinez has. I don't know that he's ever going to reach that upside, but we all know the upside that he has. How can you improve this rotation? Well, the easiest answer sitting right in front of you, it's go sign Garrett Cole. All it takes is money. Money, money, money. Come on, throw it at the guy. Bring him in. We know, we know the Cardinals are going to do this, by the way. We don't like old over-the-hill pitchers in St. Louis. I mean, look how awful Max Scherzer was for Washington. I mean, God, who would want that? The old decrepit man. Obviously being sarcastic. So Gary Cole ought to do that. And even though it might hurt, I would contact the Mets and just see, just see, what what the price would be for Noah Syndergaard. The value for him is going to go down a little bit as you're heading into the offseason. What would it take? So let's say they sign Garrett Cole. Let's say they find a way to trade for Noah Syndergaard. Now you got a rotation. Realistically, you're not going to do both. You're not going to sign Garrett Cole and trade for Syndergaard. You're not going to do that. Between the two, signing Garrett Cole is probably more likely of two very unlikely situations because that way, you know, Mo doesn't have to give up any precious prospects. Oh, no. we got to hold on to our 5,847 outfielders. It's okay, though. So it's probably not going to happen. How would you improve the rotation? Who, who do you have your eyes set on as a Cardinals fan? Let me know. At LockedOnSTL on Twitter, at Moose Michaels on Twitter, you can also shoot me an email at moose, or excuse me, moose at onairwithmoose.com. This has been Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Support for today's show comes from Manscaped, who is numero uno in men's bloody belt men's grooming. You may have seen Manscaped on Shark Tank, and believe it or not, Men's Journal named their lawnmower 2.0 as one of the best tools in men's grooming. Get 20% off and free shipping with promo code locked on at manscaped.com. That is locked on at manscaped.com. Enjoy your weekend. Go Cardinals. Hopefully things go better than they did last night. And you drink a brewski for Zimulski. I'm out.